Hello, everyone. Welcome to Blue Balls, a sporting Kansas City podcast. I am John with my fellow co-host, friend, mentor, Alex Zero. (laughs) (laughs) Open wide for some soccer! this one but uh yeah we're getting to the pod before the next game the lafc 4-1 win sporting officially above the playoff threshold we do have a game we've played one extra game than a lot of people so it's it might shake out of it a little bit but we have 16 more games to really there's still time though oh yeah wherever we want to be by the end of this Take me through your thoughts, Alex. Um, Four one. What has happened from where the season started to now? Are you just like in shock? Are you happy? Are you happy with the performances? Like, what I, is going through your mind? I thought there was a lot of good performances in, in this last game. Honestly, um, yeah, this was a double exclamation point game. I think. Yeah, it was. Um, you know, always good to see, especially you know how much we like we're struggling to score in at the beginning of the season you know to put up four um in one game is pretty nice um there were some standout uh performances in there for me and overall i feel like the floor was pretty high as well like i, yes. I don't feel yeah, like that's what i feel anybody really left off at all um let's see uh i you know one thing that was different one thing that has changed over um since the beginning of the season obviously we talked about how our offense has been doing better and uh we've also over the past episodes talked about how um if there's anything that hasn't improved as much as we'd like to see since the beginning of the season it's the defense um i feel like Sporting, especially since the beginning of the season, the beginning of the season they were all press, like mm-hmm. full press, um, and it was really biting us in the ass. Um, and the one thing that, the thing that you could say at the beginning of the season about Sporting was they don't, they're not scoring, and uh, they are getting they're pretty susceptible at the back, a lot of that stemming from the press. As it has gone, as the season's gone on, um, we've been pressing less. Um, Like last week, we were pressing less. This week, like this week, they went- I felt like for the past couple matches, we've been pressing less and less too. Pressing less and less, but this game was almost like a complete change of tactic. The whole, you they know. had sixty four percent of possession mm-hmm. in this yeah. game. Sporting did. Sporting was comfortable Which letting is crazy for yeah. that's a real change. Sporting was comfortable letting Austin have the ball as long as they had 
you know, 11 people behind it. Yeah. And then as soon as, so they they didn't really press the back line at all. And then as soon as the back line of Austin tried to make a probing pass into the middle or anything like that, then they were, you know, quick to shut them down. And they were able to force some turnovers doing that. Um, but they just, you know, avoiding the press has prevented them from, you know, being so susceptible, so leaky. Because um, we keep some midfielders. Like, honestly, that for me, it's like when we did do the press, it was Tommy or Espinoza always having a, being the ones going yeah. all the way up. And it's, you know? that's stupid. Like, again, like... as the MLS quality improves like you're gonna have people who are not going to get beat by the press as easily and um and yeah we were stranding our defenders a lot um and you know as even though they've looked susceptible like what's one way to to limit that is like making sure that our back line always has support yeah um so it's like if the ball is going over their heads or whatever it's like or you know if a probing ball comes in like you don't necessarily have to step out of position to go close that down because that's somebody else's yeah. job because you and know i felt like what probably helped in this game too was austin really didn't play that many of those like i don't remember too many no. that they were trying to do even though they did have 60 percent yeah they, they didn't yeah they didn't i just don't find it's like, not coming to mind i don't feel like they found a ton of success going like like anything anything in particular that was working for them throughout the game um but again like if you want to if you want to make sure that you're going to have less uh, mistakes on defense and everything make sure you have the support there make sure you keep a more structured formation um, while on defense and that's what we did complete change of tactic there and like it's it's a it's a conservative um, move to make but like I think it's one that needs to happen and like and if if anything like if anything you would want to have a solid yeah uh, you would want to have a more conservative, yeah, clean up defensive, the yeah. No, dude, I I totally agree with you when you said like the floor on this game like was so much higher. Every I thought everyone played well. Like some people had outstanding games and some people just like played well. Like for me, the defense going into it, you know, Fontas and Rosero are hurt right now, so you know you're putting your third and fourth center back in so i was like oh boy let's see how this goes and they both played fantastic like i seldom mistake from Mm -hmm. either of them so that was so volader honestly i'm having a complete 180 like for the first game i was like he's not mls ready fuck like go down you're not here but like ever since he played outside back from center back (laughs) or like plays some like dime balls over the top i he is um yeah going into my heart i'm i'm rooting for him now absolutely it's kind of funny over the last couple of games that like sporting have been doing well and winning um but our expected goals have been lower and that's, the other yeah. teams have been that's a huge have point been, to talk uh, about. like 
have been having better chances, but we've still been getting the results. Yeah. But in this game, it's funny because we switched to being like, you guys have the ball. Yeah. We'll play reactive, even though we're playing at home. Yeah. And, and all of a sudden, like, and we had, you know, even though they had 68% of possession, we have one, we have 15 shots, they're 14 and six shots on target to yeah. their two. So like, again, it just shows you like, you don't need to like necessarily, and you know, when Sporting did have the ball, they were still playing a similar yeah. style to what they normally do, but they were just, you know, really letting, uh, letting Austin have it and you know, having everyone behind it to force Austin to have to make more risky passes and then and then once they turn it over, then try to keep possession. Yeah. No, I mean it was so great today. Or <laughs> this last uh last Saturday. Yeah. Um who's your main of the match? Is this the easy one for you? Uh yeah. So I actually um gave like number ratings to Oh good. The... Let's hear those. Um Macintosh I gave like a seven um, yeah had like i yeah i don't think he did anything wrong no. i i don't even i'm not even mad about the goal they scored like yeah it was it was okay yeah yeah um uh my man of the match was Polito. yeah we gotta talk about him um just played very well um a, as a target forward um as a supporting target forward yeah. just did really well to to hold up the ball to be a means of you know play the ball forward to our most advanced uh position and then um either letting Pulido try to make something out of it himself or letting um letting him hold the ball up and then be able to distribute it to other players, yeah, bringing them so into well. the attack. He, he did, did that he, so well today. He had a couple times where someone, he made a run, someone played him the ball, and then he found them again in the box for a shot. Um, yeah, uh, you know, what, I think he had a goal and or two goals and an assist or something yeah. like that. Um, close second for me would be uh, Lightbulb. Yeah. Um, I gave him an uh, nine. I gave Polito a nine and a half. Um, Shallowy, I gave six and a half. Johnny, six and a half. Walter, six and a half. Rodoja, six and a half. Tommy, seven and a half. Volader, seven. Castellano, seven and a half. Davis, seven. Yeah. So, like, yeah, the four was like six and a half. Yeah. Um, which I feel is pretty solid. Yeah. No, I mean, I, yeah, I don't think a single player played poorly. I mean, yeah, you love that from Polito, being able to, you know, when you it's your most dangerous player, to draw defenders to them, to then mm-hmm. Leipold, he set up a 1-2, which he forced a saver early, and then um, it was the same 1-2 with Johnny's later in the match, who got a shot, and it was blocked again. But, I mean, that's just, like, real fun stuff to watch. Yeah. You know, it's and more shots in the box too. Yeah. You know, we had eight in the box today. Who who's your man of the match? Yeah, definitely Polito. The two goals. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was crazy. Yeah, um, you know it's interesting and I coming into form. 
Well, it's interesting that Shallowy was, I feel like, decently quiet um, this game. Yeah, I don't have too much that I really point to with him, but um, I don't think he played bad, though. You know? No, I don't think he played bad, but he played pretty quiet, and I wonder if it was just, you know, one of those days, or or if it had to do with the success that Leipold was... Others was having, yeah. Yeah, because Leipold was playing in really good balls, mm -hmm. like, making shit happen, like, going forward, um, and I wonder if, like I said, it could just be that Shallowy just had an off day, and that's not a big deal. But um, he's been playing really well, too, Yeah, lately. he like, has he's been, been on good he has form. Been, um, but I'm wondering if but we also haven't seen anybody like really killing it or like making stuff happen from that position mm. as of late. And like with Leipold, like, you know, really going off in that game, I wonder if that has something to do with Shallowy's kind of quiet game. And on that, on that note, like, I feel like ideally if Leipold is like taking more of the stuff or being more of a threat, then it could actually in, in the future open up more opportunity for Shallowy if they can kind of figure out better how to combine. And Yeah. I mean, that's been a rotating spot. For I sure. I do think, I mean, it does seem to me that Leipold's pretty attacking-minded, has really good quality. Mm -hmm. And, you know, f this whole season, I feel like Shallowy as your winger is actually setting up inside, you know, like he'll cut in a lot or just be on the inside. Yeah. And then what if Leipold's going, you know, around to the uh, outside, like then he's the one sending it in. And so I wonder it, what I kind of felt like it would, but then in the position when, you know, that one, two with Polito and Leipold, yeah. like that channel in between the penalty box and the 18 where Leipold took his shot, like that's where I see, Leipold and Shallowy also being able to combine and sure and make stuff happen. I mean, I it's tough because I really like Ndembe back there too. Mm -hmm. So um, we definitely have options, but with all the injuries too, it's it's good to have yeah a little um, bit of depth, a little bit of depth there. Yeah, what I think for me too, what the and by the thirtieth minute, SKC had unexpected goals of like. 0.36 and Austin had an expected goals of 0.8 you know so it's like I, I that's been consistent like throughout yeah. our games I still games. feel that expected goals is a stupid is, stat I don't, I don't know yeah. that it's stupid but it's just like all of a sudden come into like yeah. something that's being like reported and like I, I guess I guess I'm just unsure exactly what that is based off of yeah like, all that but yeah I hear you. I mean, and I think that stands true yeah. to, like, um, yeah, I mean, we you were talking about we've been really efficient. Yeah, um, and that came up later in it, too. Um, you know, another one of those stats that had your, like, goal efficiency, and we were at, like, point, we were at 1.56, and Austin was at negative 1.5. I don't know how you can be negatively efficient. Yeah, like the worst. <laughs> so, I mean, I really like over this last stretch, what it comes down to is like, because at points, I mean, we had six shots on target today, which is higher than what we're usually having. Uh -huh. And so it's just like, I don't know if we're having that many more shots where just the shots we're taking are, are going in. I, 
and are better like cause, yeah, you know you just have more shots in the box yeah. and like yeah yeah um that ball from tommy on the free kick was really nice the one that castellano scored mm -hmm. and uh, they gave the assist to Polito because he got a touch on it mm -hmm. but uh like that was and also castellano should have got an assist on the on the Polito's, yeah. I don't know that they gave them an assist on it because it hit off the. Yeah, I don't. They didn't. I don't think. Um, but probably Deisha had a assist on that too. But um, these defenders scoring goals too is wild. Yeah. We looked up like Ike's and Beasler's stats before this. Ike scored twelve goals for SKC, and Beasler scored three for the twelve years he was here, and now we have. <laughs> Like back to back, yeah. You know, weeks with defender scoring. Yeah, I mean, I close think close to it, especially on set pieces. I feel like you kind of, you know, who's gonna be best in the air? A lot of times, it's gonna be your center backs. Yeah, I feel like you should be kind of looking to them to some degree. Um, yeah, I I really did like seeing Leipold in there. Um, did really well. I thought Jake Davis did um, well, but yeah. more kind of served more kind of as like a fullback than a winger. Um, but had some good defending yeah. and. Uh, I think that's been pretty consistent. Like they haven't been attacking too much through Johnny's side. Like I just yeah. don't know if he's getting the same opportunity to go. Yeah, I I uh, feel like I feel like. Johnny, oh, you're talking about Jake, yeah. Yeah. I get you. And so, yeah, it's just not as much circulating on okay. that side. That's but. okay. That might, you know, if if we have better, if you're, if you're likely to have better success with having Leipold go up, then have Leipold go up. Yeah. And have Davis stay back. Um, so at least you have one of them back at all times, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, I thought, uh, Johnny's Johnny's had like a shot on target, um, and again they really don't haven't been going through uh, his side as much. Um, I don't think he played poorly, but um, I don't know since he's. I know he's getting less service and getting the ball less and having less opportunities, but he's also not really done anything. It, he's not really done anything to like honestly it's possible with you know with uh russell out uh like if i could see them trying somebody else in his position you know yeah um, again i don't think it's necessarily his fault he's not he's he's done okay with some of the chances that he's had um he's just not you know I don't think he's playing poorly. I just think he, yeah, hasn't, I know like, he hasn't done anything to be like, wow, you know, mm -hmm. or really got things. He had that one crazy touch around that dude. I don't know if it was this week or last week, but he flicked it like with the outside and ran the oh. round. I don't know if that was this week. I mean, it seems like he has some skill sets, you know, sure. with the ball at his foot. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I think the shot that he had on target, he like took the ball from the right side, dribbled all the way to, like, the left side of the box, mm. or, like, the left side of the... 
six and then hit it. Yeah. And it was, you know, it was kind of on the ground, not not a very difficult one for the keeper, but, uh, but you know, like I think I think it it was a positive play, even though it didn't have the finish to match. Um. Yeah. What's uh What's our injuries looking like? Do you know? Oh, also. Um. We've had a lot of injuries this year, yeah. man. It's it's been rough to start the year and then like mid game stuff yeah. too. I mean, this is who's injured. Fontas has a hamstring. They put him as doubtful for the last match, so I don't know the timetable for that. Rosero, same thing, hamstring, which is like scary to have these hamstring injuries. Like that's probably I feel like those timetables can be long and they they can be reaggravated. Once they get back, you gotta be you gotta play it kinda safe. And then Zeusy hamstring late June. Russell hamstring late June. Maybe they I it's almost like so crazy. They're all listed as hamstrings. Pierre, hamstring late June. Um Ford has the Achilles tendon. Ndembe hamstring early July. Melia muscle muscle injury late June and broken foot for Agata late July. I mean that's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine injured players yeah which was like why i was surprised the i mean i think everyone played so well yeah i mean yeah what do you think the real so would you say it's like the tactical shift i mean from game one like our starting lineup was shallowy agata johnny's tommy walter espinoza sweat fontes volader zussi and pulse camp I think... Is it just like we got our better players back and that's been the big thing? I think it's been part of it. Is it that easy? I think it's been part of it, but I think... I think it's... Also... Severe tactical changes. Because... Because... Yes, we started out with not having our our starters. um, And that was difficult. For sure. And having some of our starters come back was good for us and maybe started getting more confidence more chemistry back in the team more experience back in the team Mm -hmm. but by that same token like you know even with uh russell back and even with polito back and stuff we were still not producing um for a little bit yeah yeah um and so honestly i think i think having the players back has definitely contributed but i think the biggest Contribute contribution is uh, has been tactical changes because the way we started the season out, um, we were and you know again this part on the offensive side. I would say it's probably more having healthy players, but also I mean the efficiency has just been crazy. You yeah, know, like. And yeah. I'm sure that's going to regress at some point back to kind of a norm, but yeah. I think like I'm not, I'm I they can't keep this form up forever, yeah. can they? Well, what we were complaining about 
at the beginning of the season was that we were finding the ball in the opposing half a lot, forcing yeah. turnovers, but we couldn't get it into a dangerous position, and we were taking a lot of shots that were low percentage, you know, mm -hmm. outside of the box, like dudes in front to block, like all of that. Um, I think on the offense, it's really a big, the biggest change has been we're creating better chances. And I, that's probably to do with some tactical changes, but also to, um, I think Polito has been a huge change in that because, you know, he's good at, do, at having that link up play. Um, and, and he's, you know, getting his goals too. So I think that's been really big it's alleviated shallowy from having to take it all on yeah. his shoulders um and so yes for that but then on the other side of things i think i think it's really been tactical changes for everywhere else in the field our midfield um has been playing better um and our defense has been looking a little bit better Definitely better than the beginning of the season, but still having... We had a pretty solid back line this game. But again, yeah. we talked about, you know, sporting started off the season pressing super hard. Mm -hmm. And they were getting punished over and over and over and over again. And it was one of the things that was really taking me off. Uh, because yeah. because I, did, I feel like it shouldn't have taken so fucking long to make that change mm -hmm. like if there's one th I mean not being able to score those goals at the beginning of the season uh sorry um the like not scoring has been a hurt positive on. yeah change but um not not leaving our defenders you know four against six <laughs> Yeah. Over and over and over again has also been a very uh, positive change for us. So I mean, you can see the what we did, the tactics that we did today in the game, or in the most recent game, were a complete change from how we started the season. We yeah. started the season full press, and a lot of the people doing that pressing are were are two were yeah, were honestly all three midfielders. Like we'd yeah. have Walter being the holding midfielder, and he'd be <laughs> beyond um, our striker, and like that was really That's causing rushed. problems. That was really causing problems. Uh, so on the defensive side, I would say probably more um less personnel and injury wise and more tactics wise because yeah. also too we've been cycling through descent defenders like no other yeah that's been really crazy i know i by the end of the year if they all haven't had that the four of them have the a combination with each other like that for sure could absolutely see that happening yeah um um but would you still put who would your top two be in the back? Yeah. Um, Who do you want back there? Probably, probably Rosero. Um, I think especially having, especially having the midfield not pressing yeah. forward, because 
He was getting caught in problems, especially with positioning. I feel like they all have at the moment. Yeah, they all have, but he was getting caught problems with his positioning where... But also, too, wasn't necessarily his fault because it was like, it's either hang back or step to that man. Yeah. And he had to make... He was yeah. constantly put in a decision to have to come way out of position to step to somebody who's receiving the ball because the midfield was nowhere to be seen. Yeah. Um, and also, I think part of his issues with positioning has been his attacking-mindedness. Yeah. Sometimes he tries to do a little too much. Um, but that being said, I feel like he's a pretty good physical presence at the back there and also has goal-scoring threat. So who um, would your second one be? So it would be... It'd be Rosero for sure, and then I I don't I the jury's out for me on that one. I probably it would probably be between Volader and and Castel Interesting. because yeah because Volader has like shown pretty good ball playing ability honestly um he's kind of made some like bonehead moves like giving up the penalty yeah. and stuff in the last game things like that but i think that's probably more due to experience and just kind of you know i don't know trying to like prove yourself as like mm -hmm. a young player um and then castellanos castellanos has had the same issues of yeah. of you know making bonehead plays, you know, getting red carded and and you know, some of those were professional fouls that he felt had to be made, but some of them were also professional fouls that had to be made because he got caught with the ball. Yeah. He got caught in possession and or made a bad decision or something like that. Um but like in the la in the most recent game, he he really he didn't have any too much Stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so, I would, if I had to pick one, I would probably, I would probably do Rosero and uh, Castellanos. Um, but I think that you know, if Castellanos continued to kind of have issues like that, <laughs> or you know, just a dip in form, that I think that Volodir could fill that spot. Fantas, it's good to have him in case of Most more injuries and stuff like that yeah but like also like he's he's looked sus to me especially in his one-on-one -on -one defending yeah and especially um I, i'm also maybe a little unsure of his i mean out of all positions you wouldn't think but uh, i'm i'm a little unsure of his like Either not maybe not his fitness, but his quickness. Yeah. Um, his quickness and I don't know maybe his defensive work rate, but yeah. What about you? What would your pick be? Yeah, I I probably am with you with Rosero Castellanos, but I mean you probably expect more from Quantas just because he's had you know the contract and the time with sporting yeah but yeah i think his one-on-one -on -one d has been suspect too at times but i mean you could say it about all of them mm -hmm. what about the midfield 
Midfield, I like where it's at. Like, I like Radoja. I mean, the only real... I mean, I will say, I think the only real turnover I felt like from this game was there was a time where Doja got picked at the base mm -hmm. and that they, they had a counter from that so that's obviously a huge danger moment um that we got um but i i still think overall super strong at the six tommy and um kinda i think are the three for me with voltaire being the great so it would Great be sound. it would be Radoja, Tommy, and Kinda. Yeah, I think so. I but think that's... he can come in at any moment, you know, that they need. Yeah, I think that's probably a pretty good, pretty good. I think I don't think Voltaire's played poorly, but I, I don't. I, he might not be like the most consistent, or um, in in comparison, I don't think he's inconsistent. But in Who? comparison to Radoja, Voltaire. Yeah. Um. And then, uh, I guess... But I think much better than, like, some of the guys we had before him, you know, before he came. Yeah. I guess if there's anybody else that we could talk about, it would be uh, the spot of Johnny's. Obviously, Russell would fill that spot um, being healthy, but is there anybody else that you could see there? Um... Not really on this team. I mean, I don't even know what the extra depth piece is um, at that position. And I would still like to see him. I think he's, like, played fine enough. Like, I think he's, you know, even though he's not on it that much, like, I think he's played solid enough to keep it for, for uh, the time. That, yeah, for the time that I don't think Russell's he's, gone. I don't think he's played poorly by any means um and i don't it, you know i'm not saying that you know uh, you know i would rather see him in there than shelton by the way i know that we're mean to shelton a lot but i do have to give yeah get that shelton goal the credit for the goal um he scored it he scored twice mm -hmm. one he was offside um and so the, yeah. I'm not. I'm not. I I've got to at least give them his props there, even though I don't think that he should be starting by any means. But, but you know, if I if he's coming off the bench and doing that, like he's still. Yeah, I like, mean, there's I, no. You know, I think I think a lot of too when it comes like that man should not be, oh, playing on the wing. Yeah. If he's going to play anywhere, put him up up top or like, or in the midfield. Um, really. Both of those, I think, would be better. Um, I don't know if I, the midfield, his combination of the midfield might not be it. ideal, but I think he would be. He would serve more. Could utility. certainly do the press that Vermese likes in the midfield. Well, I think it's just more so his size and ability to. I think it's what's asked of him as a yeah. winger. You don't necessarily need somebody that you can boot the ball up to and have him hold it and then distribute that's not what you're looking for like as a winger like it's like get the ball there and make things happen yeah. and that's not what he does yeah. um you know if he's playing up top he has the ability to play with his back to goal better than you know again a winger you're not really that's not mm -hmm. asked of you um he's got size and he's got some physical ability and he's got some ability on the ball um, 
I and so being able to hold the ball up um, as a target um, and to to be able to round the keeper or you know yeah or finish how he did uh, in that game uh, so you know I, the only reason I say the midfield is because I think he could be a physical again I don't think he's really going to be making things happen if he is it's going to be through passes that he's making um, but you know at in the midfield you're not asked to dribble a bunch of players yeah. and stuff you know and I think that's I don't think that he is the best at that um, and making things happen offensively on his own so I think that um, he could bring like a physical presence and ideally an ability to keep possession of the ball if need be. Yeah. But I just I don't think winger is for him. I just don't think it is. Um, one thing that I was uh, hear me out. Um, what thinks you this? Uh oh, I'm already. <laughs> um. Okay. I don't. I'm still forming this idea in my head. Is this a fop mom? Is this what your fop mom plays? Um, not no. fop mom. I'm not football manager. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. I guess I could see. What if Shallowy played on the right instead of the left? I, mean, I don't know. Yeah. How... He would have to function more, less of an inside winger, which is what he yeah. likes to do, and more like like what Russell does, like yeah. taking people on the... I mean, I guess Russell kind of plays... Sometimes the they will too, switch but... mid-game, mm-hmm. you know? He yeah. will pop over on that side. So, and like, it would the difference would be he's not going to be cutting yeah. in and trying to hit a shot from the top box. It would be more... He, like, he's had pretty good service mm-hmm. um, from the outside recently yeah um so i don't know he could do that too but just take more of a baseline approach since he'd be on his stronger right foot um i think what it so what if he switched over to the right wing where johnny's has been playing and this is also within dembe back leipold <laughs> on taking the left wing what do you think I'm sorry, podcast that. <laughs> no, I mean I don't. I don't know. I mean it would be nice to get those guys in. I feel like we have so much depth there. We do have a lot of depth. I think it could be. I mean, he I is know. really experienced with Bundesliga. Like, I'm sure he could. He's been really do good. Fine. He's been really good going forward, and his service has been really good. And honestly, it might be better for him to be further back and playing those early crosses and stuff like that. Yeah. But he's also done well, you know, combining there, with Polito, yeah. his service from the baseline, but he's also had good service from elsewhere. Um, I, yeah, I don't know. I probably I just, need a couple more matches with him in. Because really, like, he's either been subbed in for Ndembe, and, like, I felt like this was kind of... I don't, I don't know how many he's even gotten to start because he had that injury problem, too. Um, I mean, a little out there, but I'm not saying no. Yeah. Maybe I am saying no a little bit, but. Kind of saying no. <laughs> <laughs> when you apologize. To the... 
He's um started three games. I guess. If, I guess. Mm, yeah, I don't know. I think. Dang! In nineteen twenty season, he had eleven assists. Is he a righty or a lefty? He is a left-footed player. Oh, he is. Yeah. I mean, I think the ideal setup is still Russell, low ball in. We have our two efficient finishers in Polito and Shallowy putting it home. Shallowy has such long, dangly legs. Like, get a little touch on it. Send it to the back of the net. I think, yeah. I don't know. For the time being. Uh, I like Leipold in the winger position because I think he is a decent defender and I think he is able to go forward um, pretty well. That would be interesting. So, But like in, in the wing back position. I like him in the Ooh. wing back position, which is what he's playing. Yeah. But like, but if he can play wing back, I feel like maybe he could play that winger spot and then have somebody behind him at wing back like in Dembe. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, those so two it together? Would, yeah, well, yeah. It could it be would, some attacking power. It would be relieving, yeah, for sure. It would be relieving him of more of the defensive duties that he's been serving um, and giving him more creative space to go forward. And then again, if he was playing left wing, like shallowly could play right wing. Yeah, I just don't um, know if I've seen enough to be so high on his. I mean, he played super well this game, but I don't know if I've seen enough to be like. I just think he's been pretty consistent, and and again, like he's shown good capacity for defending for sure. Yeah. Um, but he's also, I don't know his his ability to play. I think he's a really good passer, especially with long balls and crosses. I think yeah. he's a very accomplished crosser of the ball and um and is able to combine as we saw with mm -hmm. Polito um and is able to I think he's got some ability to you know he might not be the quickest or trickiest player or like you know with the most flair but I feel like he has some ability to at least create enough space for him to play a ball in you know he doesn't necessarily yeah. have to be completely beating somebody one-on-one -on -one and leaving them behind him as he goes into the box which i feel like maybe he could do from time to time but like i feel like he does have the ability a to play in that early cross which he did um i mean he played it into Polito's, the first goal yeah Polito's yeah he scored. played it to back post to Castellanos, who mm -hmm. did great to send it right into the middle. Yeah, and that was the early cross. Easy. Um, yeah. But then, too, he had the... The later one. He had the other one where he went forward, combined with Polito, and then got yeah. a shot off um, on target. So, like, I think he could play that position. I do. Um, and, if and you know, again, this isn't a... This isn't a hypothetical situation where Russell's not back and uh, Ndembe is. Yeah. Because I think both Ndembe, I don't know, it, to me, like, who's, like, looking at Leipold, Ndembe, Johnny's. Um, of those three players... Who do you want on the who's field? Who's been the most threatening? Yeah. 
And like, I don't think Johnny's, I think those, I think in Dembe and Leipold have been more threatening and have made things happen more than Johnny's. And yeah. normally those two are playing as a wing back rather than a winger up top. So like the fact that they're being more threatening and they're playing as a wing back, like I feel like, yeah, it's just like, who do you want on the field? That probably has, I don't know, man. Maybe I mean, I think our winger. Like... I mean, I see what you're coming from because I do feel like winger is the position of least depth on our team. Like, um... well, like Leipold has played at the wing at some point this season, right? I don't think so. Are you sure? Wasn't he for? I don't know. Didn't <sighs> did he play for Johnny's position at one point? Like. Have to look that. Yeah, I mean, because I um, uh, but we're trying to figure. I feel like he has. Um, the the one attacker, um, Stephen Afrifa, he I think is a striker. I haven't seen him play, but he has been on our bench the last couple matches. Okay. And so I don't think that. I mean, I don't know that here. Let me look at his thing too. It doesn't even have it. He's 22 years old. Uh, but I think, like, for me, that is the spot of the least depth because I would say it's Shallowy, Russell, Johnny's, and maybe Shelton, like, mm-hmm. if you really want to put him out there. But I feel like the fans probably don't want that as much. What? Shelton at wing. Like, if he's I coming in, like, coming for striker. I don't think he should. Yeah. So probably only three there at the winger spot when you have, like, four halfbacks, four center backs, like, five midfielders. Yeah. And then Polito. It's tough because I'm still pretty high on um, Hernandez, too. I like Felipe Hernandez. Mm -hmm. And uh, Cam Duke is back in there, too. Like, another younger guy. Just, I mean, like, so I feel like that has depth. It's really the winger spot. And that's kind of where I go back to with the transfer stuff where I'm like, I mean, if you just want one more person in the mix, that's probably what I'm going for. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense, too. And, like, how long is Russell going to be able to... Sure, yeah. We'll we'll keep him as long as he can produce and he's doing... But he is 33, you know. Yeah. yeah, like, but, yeah, and out. especially, too, in a, you know, I think the most, I think the positions that get the most longevity are goalkeeper and center back, you know, that's the position that you'll see players, you know, sometimes like 36 and stuff in goalkeepers, you know, yeah. sometimes even in the 40s. Um, I feel like striker maybe, too, at points. I feel like there's we've seen old strikers. I think it depends on, on the type of striker. Peter Crouch. Yeah, okay, but like Crouch. Like it's Crouch type Crouch, striker. But I Crouch I feel like Crouch didn't play like oh, super he old. Played. He I was mean, playing in his forties. Was he? Oh yeah, dude. He's crazy. Well he was playing for like Clint Dempsey too. Like a target striker a who's target. just heading it. A in. target, yes. I was crazy it was crazy on the Austin team to see Will Bruin. That oh, is yeah. an old MLS striker who I was like, I'm. If Will Bruin scores on you, then 
he's another guy like <laughs> Rubio where I'm like this man please don't yeah. let this dude score I think I, I only think that you'll see older strikers who are really really good like Zlatan or Crouch um, or Benzema's 35 I guess he's going to yeah but Benzema's really fucking good uh -huh. like um, or like and they have to be playing like a target yeah. Position because yeah. because any other thing where you're asked to be like not using your strength or your ability to keep the ball, but it's like beating people with pace and like, you know, all of this, like yeah. that's where you that's where you lose out. I feel like the positions that I think I think the biggest thing when it comes to like age being a limiter is is not being able to keep up with younger, quicker players. And so I feel like wingers, wingers is reliant on pace and quickness, and I feel like fullback can be reliant on making sure that you're not going to get beat by somebody pacing. Yeah. So I think those are positions that maybe have less longevity, but it depends. Crouch ended at Stoke. Oh, Stoke. Well, no, he went to Burnley for like half a like six months but he ended stoke in 2019 like four years ago yeah. and he's 42 now so he ended at like 38 yeah 39 like mm -hmm. but he was also andy like andy carroll is another dude i feel like yeah but andy carroll's like i'm like andy carroll does not live up to like peter crouch <laughs> or benzema or zlatan or you know he's still playing andy carroll at 34, which is, yeah, still younger, at Reading. Okay, but, like, uh, do Fan any, favorite do, for me. Do any, do any of our oh, God. eight listeners know who Andy Carroll is? They should. No, you don't, you don't need to know. Look up those highlights. It, it, the one season... There are far better had, highlights <laughs> than you can six, watch an Andy Carroll highlight. He had a six-game streak of goals for West Ham uh -huh. that, um... And then he struggled <laughs> to fucking score he the had whole 20? rest of the time. <laughs> he had in... Oh, God. He split... Well, between the lone and the full, in the 142 matches he played for West Ham, how many goals do you think he had? 30. That was really close. 34. Yeah, and like, you know, 142, props, props to him, but like, but... Oh, I was thinking that as like a pretty bad... No, I mean, props idea. to him for scoring 34 goals, but uh, yeah, again, like, that is, that's, that's... He had one goal for 43 at Newcastle. Yes, yeah. spot up. That's what I'm saying. saying. He's not, he's not... Yes, we're saved. Andy Carroll's here, you know? <laughs> Bro, I would love for Andy Carroll to come to the MLS. Uh, Andy, if you're listening, please join Sporting Kansas City. You will be adored by the fans. I don't think that you would even... I really... We had Winston Reed come over. With would you rather have fun. Andy Carroll as Target or Polito? Would you rather have Carroll coming off the bench than that's the only Shelton or Agata? 
That's the only role that he could serve, though. Off the bench, yeah. Are you going yeah, to try sure. to bring Andy Carroll to the United States so he bench. can be a backup at sporting? <laughs> I don't think he wants that. Do I don't that. think anybody wants that. I don't think finance financials make sense. Well, there. <laughs> <laughs> sorry I mean, to he would be cool. Leipold sending that ball in. We have some good crossers. Yeah. I think we have some good crossers at this point. Yeah, let's get Benteke. Let's take Benteke. Ooh, how old is he? See, he's another one who yeah, I he's... feel like he was here. He was at DC United. He is still in. Is the, he still, he's still in the MLS? I think he's. Yeah, he's still, still DC. with DC United. <laughs> well, I think this is his. Is this his first season here? Um, he joined in August 2022. Okay. Well, so so yes. yeah, this is his first season. <laughs> so yes. Um, well, I guess he played he, like the he joined end, like part of the season. Yeah, the yeah. end of the last season. But isn't he doing well? I thought he was like nine goals and twenty four. That's not bad. Yeah, because see, even starting now. Oh, I'm gonna look. Let's see. He is the seventh top scorer in the league right now. Hilarious. I knew he would Fucking succeed. Hilarious. Like, I, like I knew that he, you, you know, kick ass. he's he's quality. He's quality. It's just consistency, and I think yeah, I think he struggled in the prem to be consistent um, because it's more difficult. I think he, I think he could have. He still got the quality. I think he could be more consistent. Especially, he's a good finisher, but like, he could be more consistent. In the MLS because the competition it's probably why is he's lower. in the MLS mm-hmm. instead of still EPL. I wouldn't call him a Palace legend, but a Palace player. A Palace player. <laughs> um, I like Benteke. I was definitely, There's I some definitely, I definitely though. didn't prefer to see him yeah. starting at Palace, but if he was coming um, off the bench. But you know, he did some cool stuff. He had 37 goals in 177 appearances for yeah. Crystal Palace. Yeah, he was not worth... Maybe not I think they good. brought him in for like $20 million or something, and I don't think he lived up to that. I mean, I, he was there for a minute, but yeah. I don't Honestly, at that point, then you'd rather have Andy Carroll's. Andy Carroll had 34 in, in, less, game. in less games. Versus how many did he have in more? He had 37 in 177. And that Carol had Carol had thirty. It's four in a hundred and forty-two. So like thirty less games, three goals in that. It's, I, it's tough it's to not, say you want Carol over Benteke. Yeah, yeah, it's not that great of a difference in the first place. And also too, like if Carol versus if you're floating a ball into the box and Carol's yeah. marking Benteke, like Benteke easily has the advantage. Yeah. I think. I mean, Carol's good. Carol's like, he's good. good in that. Like that's why you bring him in. Carol's good, good in but Benteke, I think, is able to create space more, and you can just hang up a ball for Benteke. I think also he scored like one or two bikes this season. In the Benteke did. Yeah, like he still got like. I'm sorry, but the quality. How many like how often do you see, uh, Carol even attempt a bike? I don't know. I think he's look at his just, career highlights. Let's let's see again. Uh, there's got to be better. A two minute video. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> two minute video of like just like <laughs> header after header. <laughs> 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 
Mentekas would be a lot of that too, oh but God. occasionally it would be like a fucking wonder strike or like yeah. or a really good first touch finish or like a bike. Um, That's good. Did you watch the Champions League final? I did not. I for, you had no interest or what? I I thought it was on Sunday, but it was on Saturday, and uh, I was down at the lake. Ah, uh, bullwin. Uh, yeah. I, I thought it was a good final. It. I like it, to go back and watch. Yeah, look, did you see uh, the? Did you the USA played Mexico yesterday? I missed that. You heard anything about no, that? No, I missed it. It was insane. I didn't watch it. I I wanted to, but I I was doing a lot of shit. Yeah. Uh, but um, what was that competition for? I mean, that's a thing with me. Like it was crazy. I don't it like all the like this leagues cup, which is coming up, which we can get into at some point. Um, you know, it's just like there's too many of those. I like, and they n- none of them have significance to me. You know. Yeah. On the bright side, though, any good players for the United States are not playing in the MLS. In the MLS yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. It, we won three zero. Um, wow. We won three zero, and there was and Mexico have one, two, three, four, five yellow cards, two red cards. Holy shit! And the United States have one, two, three, four yellow cards, two red cards. It was. It ended up being. That's it ended crazy. Up being nine on nine, um, it got pretty. Holy heated. shit! That's crazy. Yeah, it was. They were fighting and shit like. But. I just watched That's the highlights I earlier today. I but I will but say we this. Boss Mexico. Yeah, <laughs> I do love uh, Ochoa, yeah. the Mexican keeper. Like he's been there so long. He's thirty-seven now, but yeah, he's always seemed like a cool dude to me. Yeah, he, he got a four point eight on. Yeah, that's that's a yikes. On, but uh, that's crazy. So this is for the CompuCaf Nations League. I don't even know what that is, you know? Like, what is the Nations League? I don't know, but right now they're doing the UEFA Nations League um, for Europe. So there have been some... Oh, two. Uh, Croatia played... That was... An, it was Netherlands versus Croatia. That was crazy. That was a crazy game. Mm. They ended up going into, you know, uh, overtime, essentially. And... Um, and yeah it ended up I don't know what the score was 1-1 or I think it was maybe 1-1 it was 1-1 and then in the 1-1 and then in the 90 90th minute they scored again or no it was 2-1 in the 90th minute Netherlands scored again to tie it up, and then they went to overtime, and then it ended up being four uh, two Croatia. They scored Jeez. It was it was insane though. It that was like crazy. it was like the last kick of the game essentially. They fucking scored to tie it up. It was crazy. That is cool. I like that Croatia team, the World Cup one. You know, I like the Netherlands team right now. Yeah, who's they, on it? They're, I mean, I feel like I haven't followed it since Schneider and Van Persie and I really like all their, those guys I really left. Back Robin, they got Van Dyke. Oh hell yeah! Ake. Oh hell and, yeah! And Dumfries. Back Ooh, there. 
The, yeah, Dumfries was in the intermol. Yeah, the Milan. And he's he makes so much shit happen. Yeah. Um. Uh, Dion, um, Gakpo, Gakpo. I don't think really played super super well in that game. But then they've also got like Veghorst, Wijnaldum. Uh, oh, I love Wijnaldum. Honestly, uh, Stephen Berwin. Love that man from the Liverpool days. Uh, they've got uh, Tyrell Malasia from. He's like a it could be good. young player. At, um, yeah, Wijnaldum has to be old now, though. United. <laughs> I don't know if he's going to make it to the Daily actual Daily Blind is still there. Hell yeah. Um, Dude, I mean, who who's that other? I, I think of Daily Blind like um, Damien, the, uh, just like the Man United guys that get churned out. Like, yeah. But he was in the Inter Milan game, too, and I thought he played well. You yeah, know. he's still, he's... He's getting up there, but I mean, he's always been a quality player. I would say, man. He'd be 33. Yeah. That's Russell. Yeah, but I think he's kind of a he's a left back. So, like, again, I feel like there's a it's a steeper slope for mm-hmm. a position like that. I just think it requires more quickness and pace. Yeah. But that being said, if you're really good, like you. You know, you can still. They should be competitive, man. Coming up, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, it sounds like yeah. a fun team to watch to me, Loki. No, no, they I, they are, and like they've got a, you know, Ake and Van Dyke will be in the next. I will always rule. Dumfries is twenty seven actually. Oh, okay, but he'll be there too. De Jong will be there. Gakpo is. Only 24, he'll be there. So, I think it'll be, it'll be good, yeah. Women's World Cup this summer, still excited for that to happen. Oh yeah. It's coming up, closer and closer. Who are you rooting for? USA. <laughs> <laughs> I want them to destroy again. Dude, sure. that, um, that final against Japan was honestly one of the most fun soccer matches I've like watched I was yeah. like so into it Crazy. Carly Lloyd shooting from half I was like fuck I freaked out I mean <laughs> that keeper was so tall too yeah. and it just like went over fucking wild that was so much fun that team was fun yeah that team was fun we should um do some let's definitely watch the yeah, USA do some podcast. Yeah, for, yeah. for what? Do some pod. Wait, what were you saying? We could do that as well. I was just saying after this, we should totally watch the USA versus Mexico because they were crazy. Crazy. Yeah, I guess. Uh, anything else on the sporting? Who? Who? <laughs> <laughs> we're done. We're on to other fun soccer. <laughs> um, yeah, so this Saturday playing LAFC, they've yeah. only played 15 games, so mm-hmm. they have a chance to gain a lot of points on everyone yeah. but they have been out of form they just got rocked in their last game I think they lost like 4 nothing. catch John out at Sporting Park um they lost 4 they lost 5 okay he's just gonna ignore that but he'll be there um say hey I love the pod John hey, hey you're John right I recognize your voice your voice <laughs> your lisp <laughs> Um, so yeah, they've lost four out of five. Good opportunity to get them this Saturday too. Yeah, let's, let's do it. Fuck them all. At SKC. Who who who?
All right. Good talking to you, fans. Things are looking more promising. Should at least be a fun, exciting rest of the season. Yes. Can't wait to talk to you all about it. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> On empty stage.